0: Rightio,
1: let's uh, get straight down to uh, Jonathan Norman because uh, he's a very busy man. In fact, the play starts a little half an hour earlier because they're still in catch up mode in terms of time lost. So, Jonathan, thanks very much for your time this morning. We know we've uh, only got you briefly. Uh, How do you assess the situation? What's the
0: weather like down there? Yeah, good morning to you, Smithy. I'm just being, being driven to the ground by Steve Harmison. There's not many people that can oh say that. Oh, my God. Eh? We're just on the way. Oh, my God. I know. He's been driving me all over New Zealand. He drove from Mount Manganui down to Wellington in one go, pretty much. Well, actually, no, we did stop off at the best pie shop in New Zealand, according to a, um, a, a local. But, uh, yeah, look, how's my <laughs> Well, first off, the conditions here are absolutely beautiful. Um, I think the conditions are going to be set fair all day. It might be a little bit cloudy, but this is easily the best morning. Best morning's weather we've had in Wellington. So... We're going to get a game. Uh, anybody who's lumped on a draw might be... Well, we'll see at the end of the day, actually. But I think uh, slightly... Uh, I think we're going to get a result. Um, I think England are still favourites. But, uh, you know, the old uh, adage, Smithy, you know, if uh, Williamson, one of Williamson and Nichols, is still there at lunch, you know, with a, with a Mitchell or, or possibly a Blundell and uh, a lead, you know, just creeping past 100 because... Whilst New Zealand were a little bit on the go slow yesterday, it's uh, it is an extended session, two and a half hours. Um, you know, the match just continues to to confound, and and it, it certainly brings New Zealand back into the equation because, of course, they need to win to keep this proud record that you've got at home over the last five or six years going.
1: Jonathan, uh, I guess we should we really only have to ask uh, the man himself. But uh, Jimmy Anderson's legs, I mean, goodness me, he's forty-one shortly. Um, I, I just wonder if it doesn't work for him early on in the piece and this new ball doesn't work, how much there's left?
0: I think it's a, it's a, it's a very good question, and it's one that uh, we'll find out today. It's not just Jimmy, is it? Because Stuart, um, uh, Ben Stokes only bowled a couple of overs and was clearly in pain. Um, and this is the problem, isn't it? By not giving his bowlers a little bit of a rest, by enforcing the follow-on. You know, England have been bowling now for, what, five and a half sessions? They, if New Zealand can get through this first session, it'll be pushing towards six and seven. Um, and as well as Leach bowled yesterday, and he did really well to hold up an end, it's asking, asking a hell of a lot. I think, I think we, all, we all believe that if this was a three-match series, like the one that's going to be taking place here at the end of next year, then Stokes wouldn't have enforced a follow-on. Uh, the fact that there isn't any more Red Bull cricket until June, um, I think was part of the reason that he, 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 he fancied it. He thought his bowlers had enough in them, but it's a risk, and uh, it's, uh, it's a risk that. And he's, he's a risky captain. So um, mm. you know, we've uh, we've celebrated that up to now. I, I don't think we can criticise, but yeah, certainly it's, uh, it was a risk, and we'll find out today whether it pays off.
1: So, Harry Brook. Just I know you've you've uh, almost hit the ground, but Harry Brook is he um, uh, the, the best thing since KP in terms of that mode, that mode or that mould of batting?
0: Yes, I think he is. Um, I did a function last night with John Bracewell, who, you know, and and Harmy and you know, Harmy, Harmy is uh, you know they're both fulsome in praise in regard to how good Harry Brook can be and is. You know, he he already seems set, but. What will be interesting is when, as John Bracewell said last night, there will be a chink. It will be discovered, a little bit like Gilchrist was, you know, 10 years into his career. People work out batters much quicker these days. So it's about how he gets past that. You know, it's about when he has his first little struggle at test level because I can't think of any... Well, nobody scored more test runs than he has after, what, nine test matches in the history of the game. So, you know, in terms of introductions, it, it, it bypasses KP and Joe Root in terms of runs Maybe not in terms of pressure. KP had to, you know, his first ODI series was in South Africa and his first test series pretty much was against Australia. So, you know, that was pressure. But um, he'll be tested. But as things stand, he looks a ridiculous and quite extraordinary talent.
1: So we know the draw is off the table Uh, right from uh, day one of of his um, tenure. Brendan McCullum basically said that we win, we lose, but the draw is off the table. So uh, whatever happens, whatever they're going after... Uh, they will go after with relish. Um, I just wonder, what do you figure on that surface as you see it at the moment is going to uh, test England?
0: I think a target of two twenty to two fifty would make this it. it this could be a, an absolute little classic of a game. Um, whether it'll test them, who knows? What it tests them? This is a new. This is an England side that's chased down three fifty. You know, against New Zealand and India. So I, I don't know what tests them, but you know, it's one thing to. It's very difficult to be in a position where, you know, you're on top and then you're, you're in danger of not just losing a match, you're in danger of squandering the series as well. So the pressure will be on, even if McCullum and Stokes will say otherwise. And, of course, New Zealand, after really battening down the hatches and clinging on for the majority of this, this, this series, will suddenly believe. And you'll see the, the chest's being thrust out, shoulders back. I've just got a feeling that Southie is really bold without much reward. So, you know, could it be his day? I, I don't know. But I reckon 220 to 250, and we could have a, we could have a little classic. Uh,
1: just finally, the bigger picture um, is around the corner. You said no ball, red ball cricket till June. Well, we know where that is. Uh, that's the Ashes. And when you see Australia, who have sort of imploded in the last two weeks, I mean, I was in Australia. They were outstandingly dominant over uh, the West Indies and South Africa. But they've imploded in terms of personnel, in terms of, I don't know, just the feel about what they're doing there. Where are you? Th- where are you thinking now, the Ashes?
0: Well, I'm a lot more confident than I was six months ago. That's for sure. The emergence of of Harry Brook, the emergence of even you know a player like Ben Duckett, return to form of Root, and you know the brilliant captaincy and coaching that we've had from McCullum and Stokes and. You know, you've got surplus stock when it comes to fast bowlers as well, Archer and Wood ready to come in. And we've got to fit Johnny Besto in as well. So in terms of the English setup, yeah, I can't believe I'm going to say this. They couldn't be in a better place, really. You know, I might change my tune in 24 hours if they lose this test. But, you know, it's been an extraordinary turnaround in fortunes. And you could say similar about Australia, really. You know, But I wouldn't be too fooled by that series against South Africa. You were out there. We were enjoying your commentary on TV back in the UK. Uh, Neil Manthorpe, part of the commentary team on TalkSport, he was out there as well for ABC. And South Africa are, are, are a poor side, aren't they? And you know, They were beaten outside. I know they beat England. It was a very good, very good toss to win at Lawton. But essentially, they were beaten outside by the end of that tour. So, but Similarly, it's not unheard of for teams to fall apart in India, it's not unheard of for Australian teams to fall apart in India, in the same way that New Zealand sides and England sides fall apart in Australia, you know, so Australia will be better, I think the fact that they've got Cameron Green coming back into their side, that gives them their balance back obviously in terrible situations surrounding Pat Cummins and his and his mother um, th- there's problems you know, Warner, you know, where's his head at, where's his technique at, where's his, where's his, his body at um, but yeah, I think it's being set up, I think it's set up for what could be, you know, an absolutely ridiculous Ashes. I think Australia are better than what we're seeing at the moment. Um, England have have narrowed the gap between the two sides. I'm not sure where Harmi's driving is, by the way. We seem to be driving (laughs) over a pavement at the moment. Um, But essentially, yeah, I think think once Australia get past this India series and they go back and lick their wounds. Listen, there's one thing that Australia can do, and they do better than any side in the world. You know, they can be beaten out of sight, Left, right, and centre. But when it comes to an Ashes, they just have this funny way of making sure all of their bowlers are fit, fast bowlers are fit, all of their batters are ready, and they'll give it a good go. So uh, it should be a wonderful series.
1: Well, I look forward to it. And I look forward to um, your commentary today on Talk Sport as well. We can get the app here in New Zealand and listen into your fine work. That's if you get to the basin, if you get there.
0: I'm not sure we will. I'm not sure we will. You, we might have to helicopter you down here, Smithy, because we're
1: not going anywhere at the moment. Well, if he goes t- too far south, he'll end up in Cook Strait. Okay, so it's the big <laughs> roundabout. The, the big roundabout with the grandstand on it, tell him. It's not too hard to make. tell you what. It's not, it's, yeah.
0: For the, for the call out to Dan McHardy, you might be doing a long commentary stint today.
1: <laughs> we'll do that. Cheers, mate. No, nice catching up with you, Jonathan. Have, uh, have a terrific call today and uh, describe some great cricket. I'm sure that you will. Thank you.
0: Take care.